So Castle Derg was best known for being the most bombed small town uh, during the Troubles. And so that's probably one of the only interesting statistics about, about the town. Um, but <laughs> essentially, uh, I suppose I was born there, raised there, grew up there, lived there until about six weeks ago. Um, so I suppose for me, being born in, into a family in that town meant that uh, mum and dad went, went through the, the Troubles, went, went through all that carry on. And then I was born in 1990 and I, I guess I missed the most of that. Um, I suppose my, my, my upbringing was in a, in a nice, comfortable, middle-class home, but uh, whenever, whenever I was about maybe a year, year and a half old, I, I took real ill. Um, I don't know if there's any, any doctors here or nurses, but I, so I had some stomach problems and intestine problems. And so essentially the first three and a half years of my, my life was plagued with, with illness and, and operations. And uh, I spent a lot of time uh, in and out of hospital, and I suppose from far back, my, my stomach looks like a, you could play XA and Ozes on it. And I suppose growing up, it looked like I had a six-pack until people got up close and seen the, the shape of my stomach. But, you know, I, I was a four-year-old, and um, I said, Mum and Dad had told me about, about Jesus. And the reality is that I only knew really about heaven and hell. I, I didn't know very much uh, about the Bible uh, at all. And, you know, I suppose as, as a kid, with, a, with sort of like a childlike understanding, I knew, you know what? Um, I, I want to ask Jesus into my life. I, d I didn't know what that looked like. Um, I didn't know what it meant to become a Christian, but I knew that mum and dad were Christians, and I thought, you know, this is for me. And this is something I want to choose. I was only a four-year-old, so I didn't know my left from my right, couldn't tie my lace. But it was something that a, a decision I made. Um, and so my school years were great. They were, they were easy, made, made good friends, uh, kept good company. Uh, secondary school was the same. Uh, I was good at sports. I, I was okay academically. Was, enough to get by and you know I suppose I got to that stage when I was 16 and I needed to make a decision what am I going to do uh, am I going to go and follow the crowd and, and, and essentially I do all the things that a normal 16 year old would um, or am I, am I going to maybe take a stand for my faith and actually make this my own because I, I don't know what background you guys are from but I suppose as a 16 year old um, from growing up with, with a mum and a dad and under their, their umbrella of faith uh, so to speak, I had to make that decision, so what was I going to do? And so I suppose as a 16-year-old I, I decided, um, you know what, I, I want to take this Jesus thing seriously. I don't want to be a Christian just because I grew up in that family. Um, I actually want to take it on for myself. I want it to be a, a personal relationship with Jesus. I want it to be a faith that I own, rather than maybe one that, that I, I suppose I got from my parents. And so that was kind of a, a start of the journey for me, so to speak, and trying to, to follow Jesus, trying to get to know him better. And, you know, I, I moved up to Coleraine on the north coast to study computing in 2008. And I suppose for me that was a, a big move, moving away from friends, family, everything I knew. And, you know, I, I had a choice to make. Who was I going to be? Who was I going to be up in Coleraine? Because nobody really knew me. Uh, I, I could be who I wanted to be. I could, I could make my own decisions, my own choices. And, you know, I found the, the first year up there real lonely because I thought, you know, people aren't like me here. They're, they're different. They talk different. I don't have my, my, my bubble of friends. And so I suppose in, in my second year at Corian, I kind of maybe lost uh, the heart that I had for Jesus. I, I lost the passion for this Christian faith that I had and began to seek pleasure elsewhere. And, and you know, like I, I enjoyed the club and I enjoyed chasing girls. Uh, I enjoyed dabbling in this, that, and the other, and I know while the the crack was good at the time, it left me really, really empty inside.
And you know, I, I only done that for about seven or eight months. But in that seven or eight months, I, I soon came to realise that that you know I, I've tasted and I've seen these things, and you know they just don't bring lasting satisfaction. And so it was a. Uh, I think it was the 19th or 20th of March 2010. I, I went along to a church meeting up uh, just in the outside Coleraine. And, uh, and you know, it was there that I, I guess I maybe seen and admitted my brokenness and my need for, my need for a saviour again. And, and at that stage, I suppose, I, I tasted what the world had to offer and, and it, didn't, it didn't come close. And so I suppose as a, as a 20-year-old, I, I decided, you know what, I want to give this, this Jesus thing another go. So I finished my degree in computing. I was crap at it. It was the sort of thing as a 20-year-old. I was like, oh, flip's sake. I've literally chosen a degree here I'm not very good at. And you, you, could, you could sort of um, split up the guys in my course. You, you had the guys here who were really passionate about it, who did it outside of the course, and they were going to do real well. And then you, you have the guys kind of in the middle here that are sort of, they're not too sure, but, but they're going to give it a go. And then you had the other guys at the bottom end of the spectrum, and that was me really not, not that good at it, just trying to scrape through. And so the reality was I scraped through, got a, got a job when I came out of college, but I, I knew that that's not what I was passionate about. Um, and essentially I, I knew that I had a passion for Jesus and a passion to teach others about Jesus. But it, the thing was, I, I was 20, I just got a degree, a flipping big student debt that needed to be paid off. <coughs> And so I suppose I got a job and, and I realised that, you know, someday I, I believe that, that God's going to call me or take me to, to Bible college. And so I suppose I worked for three years and then uh, through a couple of family deaths, uh, I kind of realised that, you know, maybe now is a good time to, to go away to college again uh, and study theology to get, get my teeth really into the Bible. And it's funny, for I finished my first degree and I said, absolutely never again am I going back to a college. And three years later, I find myself enrolled for a, an applied theology degree. Um, and so fast forward three years, I've, uh, uh, I fell in love with a girl, got engaged and got married there in July, uh, finished the degree. And so I got a 2-1. And, and so I suppose maybe for some of you guys, a 2-1 isn't as good as a first. But for me, who's a kind of like a 2-2 or a third class student, um, for me, getting a 2-1 was a, was a big deal. And so I, I finished college there back in May, I got married, and, and me and my wife Emma decided, you know, we're, we're going to make a move to Dublin. And so coming from the <coughs> northwest up in Castle Derg, the co- sort of countryside population of 2,000, down to, down to Dublin, with a, I suppose a population of over a million, has been a real big move for us. But, um, but I, I sort of believe that God has me here for a reason and, and a purpose, and I you know it's my heart's desire to share what Jesus has done in my life with other people. And so I, I don't know if I'm going to be here for a year or, or 10 years, but, um, but for the here and now, I find ourselves in Dublin and we're plugged into a, a church in Dublin that seeks to reach uh, the, the Irish population in Dublin. Um, and so guys, if, if any of you have any questions or any questions about my story or my illness or even how I come to know Jesus, and I'd love to chat with you afterwards. I'm going to hand it back to, to Pat here.